T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Time now for the WEEI Producers Show on WEEI. WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Good morning and welcome into the WEEI Producer Show here on Boston Sports Original WEEI. It is another solo shime project. We got Joe Braverman behind the glass today. There is so much to talk about. Merry Christmas Eve, everyone, first and foremost. <clears throat> if you're out there driving today, please be careful. It was frigid when I stepped out of my house this morning. I believe it was like 10 degrees. Uh, it's going to be a cold one out there today, folks. So if you're traveling today, just be care- be careful of ice. Uh, and uh, we don't want anybody getting any, cra- any crazy accidents on Christmas Eve. With that being said, last night we got two wins from our two winter sports in town, the Bs and the Cs. Both got us a W last night. The Bruins beat the uh, Devils 4-3. to Made me a, a smidge nervous there in the third period as they allowed uh, two goals there to to tighten it up to uh, only a one-goal lead. But luckily that f- that four-goal second period really helped them out. David Posternock continues his point streak. He has been just ridiculous. He had two goals in the game last night. He's now up to 24 goals on the season. Uh, he is just writing a bigger and bigger check for himself every single day. Your Bruins are now 27-4-2 and two on the season. It has been utter domination for the Bruins. And, and this week, or yesterday even, on the Greg Hill Show, I, I tried to you know, talk about how I didn't like the slow start that they get to sometimes, and I think that can bite you in the ass in the playoffs, but... Man, this team just time out, time and time again just proves that even if they get down, which they did, they were down one nothing in the first period uh, because of a power play goal that happened six seconds into the power play. By the way, uh, they just they don't care. They can just score at will almost whenever they want. It is uh, extremely impressive in a game that they were drastically outshot by the Devils, forty to twenty three. Linus Olmark was uh, very very good in this game. And and the Bruins just they offensively they are a juggernaut. And then you look at the Celtics, finally 
getting off this skid that they were on. Three-game losing streak. They get the win over the Timberwolves last night, 121-109. Jalen Brown, awesome, awesome game for him. He had 36 points, um, 13 of 29 from the floor. It was. I mean, look. It's. I'm glad to see the Celtics are kind of back on back on their wagon here. Uh, they need to continue to ride that. You know, uh, Brad Stevens talked yesterday to the media, uh, and and he was talking about the interim tag on Joe Missoula, and so all of these things are kind of uh, boiling up for the Celtics. So they need to get back to doing what they do best, and that's winning basketball games. Um, but the biggest news, and this just came across the the old the old sports desk, just about a half an hour or. Hour and a half ago, from Ian Rappaport, <clears throat> a report, Bill O'Brien emerging as option for Patriots offensive coordinator in 2023. I woke up this morning and I said, you know what? We'll recap B's and C's, and then I will give you the full slate breakdown of NFL Saturday. I got picks. I got props. I got uh, weather reports. I got the whole nine yards for the NFL slate of Saturday. Uh, and I was excited to talk a little B's and C's. However, Ian Rappaport drops this on us. And I think it's important that this is discussed because we have seen what a debacle the Patriots offensive coordinator position has been all season. Matt Patricia just, uh, well, he just ain't it. It, it, is not, it is not the right choice uh, for the Patriots to have Matt Patricia as the offensive coordinator. And ultimately... The Patriots will need to make a change this offseason. They have to. Um, if they don't, it would be an absolute just misfire by Belichick again. And, and I don't think he can allow himself to do that. If he's really chasing the Shula record uh, and he wants wants to make this team a winning program again, I don't see how you can just stick with Matt Patricia. And so, you know, a lot of us have speculated for... Weeks and months and even last offseason, we talked about why isn't he just going and getting Bill O'Brien? Because Bill Belichick loves to just continue to feed from that circle of trust, that small little pond that he finds himself in where he's the biggest fish and he likes to just pluck other guys from his pond and he doesn't want to go to anybody else's. He doesn't want to go to anybody else's coaching tree. He doesn't want to go outside the circle of trust. Um, and Bill O'Brien seemed like the perfect guy. But according to Rappaport, Bill O'Brien apparently wanted to fulfill the commitment he made to Nick Saban. So it wasn't even necessarily a Bill didn't want to cross Saban thing. It was even more so that Bill O'Brien just wanted to do right by Saban, which I guess for me would at least make a little bit more sense with how dire a situation the offensive coordinator position was for the New England Patriots before the season, it really didn't make sense to me that Bill would just live by this credo that he wouldn't pluck him from Nick Saban. But if it was Bill O'Brien that said, you know, Bill, I, I, I want to stay here for one more year. I want to finish out my contract, and then I'd be happy to come back. I, I think I think that makes a little bit more sense to me, at least. Because um, it just it didn't make sense to me that Bill would allow – a boob like Matt Patricia to control his offense and his second-year quarterback uh, just because of his friendship with Nick Saban. That never, that never jived with me. I just it never it never made sense. And so, Rapshi drops this article, um, and I mean, this is he is he is pretty convinced that there's a good chance that Bill O'Brien rejoins the Patriots. 
Uh, and he talks about, too, how good Bill O'Brien was with the Patriots. They led the league with 30.7 points per game. They were second with 393.1 total yards per game during Bill O'Brien's tenure with the Patriots. And then since he left, the club is averaging three fewer points per game. Uh, New England also led the league in scoring 30-plus points in 46 games from 2007 to 2011 and have only done that 70 times since 2012. So... I also think that people, there's a lot of people, and I've seen this on the text line, uh, on Twitter. I've seen a lot of people be like, no, I don't want Bill O'Brien. And I don't really get that. I I think people forget just how good of a coach Bill O'Brien is. And it's probably because he's been away from the NFL now for a little while. But this guy's one of the better coaches. He he was kind of stuck in a crap bag situation in Houston. But he had one losing season. He took Brock Osweiler to the playoffs. Just no, keep that in mind. No, 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 no. Not only did he take Brock Osweiler to the playoffs, he won a playoff game with Brock effing Osweiler. Granted, he beat Connor Cook in the Raiders, but he won a game in the playoffs with Brock effing Osweiler. Do you want to know some of the other names of quarterbacks that Bill O'Brien has won games with? Ready for this list? Ryan Fitzpatrick, Case Keenum, Brian Hoyer, TJ Yates, and Brock Osweiler. And then, of course, he finished his career with Deshaun Watson, and Houston decided they wanted to move on from him. People, it boggles my mind that people don't think Bill is a very good, Bill O'Brien, that is, is a very good coach. Uh, He is fantastic, he's creative. He's very good at what he does, and it's it's important to realize that the Patriots need a guy like him, right? Right now, from a leadership standpoint in the coaching staff to a creativity standpoint in the play calling to just a guy with experience who knows what the hell he's doing on the offensive side of the ball, Bill O'Brien makes Complete and total sense. Even though he's a little bit of a hothead, like you look at the coaching staff for New England, there's like no established leader that you think the players respect. There's I also think no guys energy. Could respect him, right? Like you look at the you look at the staff. It's, it's Steve Belichick is not a rah rah kind of guy. I don't. I gotta be honest. I don't know a ton about Gerard Mayo, but he doesn't seem like a rah rah kind of guy. He never was on the field, so I don't think. No, he and be. we know for a fact Matt Patricia and Joe Judge aren't that way either. And Bill O'Brien, sure, he is. He can be a hothead, but for a guy like Mac Jones, who all we've been doing all week is talking about Mac Jones is showing too much emotion. He is. He's acting almost like a tennis player and a tennis brat, as uh, one person on the show once called him, uh, instead of an NFL quarterback. You want to know who's going to put him in his place? A guy like Bill O'Brien. O'Brien's not going to put up with that crap. He, he he gave it to Tom Brady. I don't know if you guys remember, but Tom Brady and Bill O'Brien had it out on the sidelines before on a couple of occasions. So Bill O'Brien is not afraid to uh, stand his ground and, and, and really kind of coach the offense. And I think for the Patriots, for a team with a very young quarterback and a lot of young players really across the board, a firm... Got like just a firm hand when it comes to offensive football could be exactly what he needs or what this team needs. 
617-779-7937 if you want to weigh in today. Like I said, we're going to be talking a little Bill O'Brien here. Uh, then we're going to, I have uh, a massive breakdown of the NFL Saturday slate for you. We will run through that. All the crazy, crazy weather that happens across the NFL um, and so we'll have all that. You want to text in 37937 as well. Uh, let's go right to the phones. Phil in New Hampshire wants to talk. Uh, Bill O'Brien. What's up, Phil? Hey, good morning. I uh, called and I made a very well thought out and drawn out case for Bill O'Brien to be the next OC and why we need him and how he could bring out the best in Mac. And I got shot down on another show. So I'm like, okay, shot time. Got it. <laughs> um. All right, so my case was this. Bill O'Brien's system has a lot in common with Josh McDaniel's system. Mac Jones is completely in his own head right now. I mean, he doesn't understand the offense. By not understanding the offense, he's not focusing on his on the little things because he's trying to understand the offense, which makes zero sense to him. So now his pocket presence has diminished. His decision-making has diminished. Everything has diminished because he's in his own head. Bill would actually like craft an offense with Mac Jones, who he already has a rapport with, because Mac helped him understand the Alabama system. And, and then we would know exactly what we have in Mac Jones because this would be the best case scenario for him. The catch is we got to get Bill to promise Bill two or three years and not do a one and done thing, or else we'll never have him. But I think Bill O'Brien, especially with his play action um, system that he had, he had Brady looking, like, looking nimble. Um, with the play action and stuff. I think this that would be the best case scenario. And hearing you say it is, is making me feel all fluffy inside <laughs> because I got shot down last time. And I was like, come on, man. I, 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 I put thought into this. This is like my dream. I don't want Kaylee. I, I think, you know, I think the Kaylee thing is not going to get the – Bill O'Brien will command respect because he's Bill O'Brien. And he is a little bit of a high head. And that's why he'll command respect. Kaylee is, is almost – Mac would look at him as like an underling of Josh. You need somebody that completely um, diffuses this little mindset that Mac has right now of I know more than these guys. Thanks for the call, Phil. Yeah, I, Phil, I think you're right. And I think the it's a really good point, too, again, that Bill O'Brien has a previous relationship with Mac Jones. I think Mac would be totally okay with bringing Billy O in as the offensive coordinator. He would feel more comfortable because clearly part of the reason Mac has been uh, acting out, if you will, is because he's uncomfortable with the relationship and the situation with his offensive coordinator. I think that's absolutely, or the play caller, if, uh, if, to be to be compl- <laughs> to, uh, to be correct. Uh, I think I think that's evident. I think you can see that the way Mac has uh, responded emotionally and physically on the field. So I think that relationship would help. And again, I think the firm almost tire. Uh, tyrannical hand of Bill O'Brien on the offense would be good for this team. They need they need a hard ass that's not going to take any of their crap. Kendrick Bourne is going to say, oh, we need to scheme up some things better. We got to give Mac some time. You know what Bill O'Brien would do? He'd exile him to, 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 the, to the island of Elba with Napoleon Bonaparte. Like, he wouldn't allow for any of that. He would demand much, much more from the offense than what Matt Patricia is doing. And so if if you really want to find out exactly what Mac Jones is and find out exactly what this offense can be, I think Bill O'Brien is a really good option. 
right? Like, I think that is – you saw how good this offense was with Tom Brady and Bill O'Brien. And so now if it was Bill O'Brien and Mac Jones, we can really kind of see exactly what the Patriots can do offensively going forward. The issue is, and I think Phil mentioned this as well, is that you have to get Bill O'Brien to commit to more than a year, right? Bill O'Brien has already expressed that he wants to be a head coach again. The issue is is I don't think it would behoove anyone for him to just come in for a year because even if – Bill O'Brien was coming in for a year. It's not like the Patriots are making a Super Bowl run in year three under Mac Jones. They're just not doing it. They're not good enough to do that. So you would need at least two, maybe three years out of Bill O'Brien to make it all worth it for everyone. But like Rap Sheet said, the quote was, is a strong option to become the Patriots' next offensive coordinator. And you know when Rappaport rep- uh, reports it, it's got to be legit. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is not some just, you know, weirdo, non-checkmarked Twitter person saying, I'm hearing rumors. No, no, no. This is Ian Rappaport is reporting this. So I think this is a big deal. This is uh, something to keep an eye on going forward. Alabama plays their bowl game. What are they playing? Are they playing in the Sugar Bowl or something? Yeah, the Sugar Bowl against Kansas State on New Year's Eve. Um, and then after that, man, it's uh, it's all fair game. Once that game is over, once that bowl game is over, that's when the rumors, I think, will really, really start to circulate and swirl. Um, so that's that's the report from Rapshi right now. Bill O'Brien, a strong option to return to the New England Patriots as the offensive coordinator in 2023. Uh, you, I'll take your calls on that, 617-779-7937. You can text in 37937. We're going to get to trending here, but after trending, we are going to get to the full-on breakdown. Shime's got it all listed out here. Picks, props, the weather reports, the leans for every single Saturday game here uh, on the NFL slate. We'll get to that coming up next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. 
or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle-belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer Welcome back to the WEEI Producer Show right here on Boston Sports Original. 617-779-7937. If you want to get on, we can talk Bill O'Brien, possibly returning as the Patriots offensive coordinator, as reported on by Rap Sheet. says it's, there's a strong possibility that Bill O'Brien uh, returns home to his former team, the New England Patriots, as the offensive coordinator for 2023. Uh, so we can talk that. Also, we're about to get to the ultimate Saturday breakdown of the NFL slate because it's not every Saturday that we get a full-on slate of NFL games. There are, I believe, 10 games in total today. We'll get three tomorrow on Christmas Day uh, and then one on Monday night as well. So let us begin with Pats at Bengals, or Pats hosting Bengals. Sorry, right now the line is three in that game. The over-under is 41.5. You know, if you've listened to me on the station this week so far, uh, I don't give the Patriots a very strong chance at winning this game. But a lot of bettors actually have a lot of money, uh, or a decent amount of money on the Patriots right now. At only 28% of the bets. So the actual betting slips, the number of bets actually placed, the Patriots are only getting about 28% of those. But when it comes to the actual money, the hard cash that's being put on the Patriots, they're about 50-50. They're at 47%. So there's some, there's clearly some sharper money on the Patriots. So the public is riding with the Bengals uh, in this game. I am also on the Bengals. I just I don't see it. It is, I got to tell you, it's frigid out there. It's going to be tough for Cincinnati to really throw the ball around the yard, but ultimately it boils down for me to the fact that the Patriots' offense just hasn't been good. I just I think Cincinnati could score you know, 21 in, in the second half and just run away with this game. Uh, so I lean here Bengals laying three. I think the bet I like more, though, is actually the Patriots under nine and a half in the second half. Another thing, if you've listened to me at all this week on the Greg Hill Show, uh, I like to mention a guy by the name of Lou Anarumo. Now, you might look at me and say, Shime, who the bleep is Lou Anarumo? Well, let me tell you, sir. Uh, he is the defensive coordinator of the Cincinnati Bengals. He is quite possibly, in my opinion, the best defensive coordinator in all of football right now. He adjusts uh, oof, better than just about anybody in the second half. It's him and D'Amico Ryans out in uh, San Francisco that adjust in the second half. Both of those teams, uh, the 49ers and the Bengals, have done a tremendous job at not allowing second-half points, especially second-half touchdowns. Um, the 49ers went on like a six- or seven-game streak of that. I think the Bengals did a five-game streak of not allowing a second-half touchdown. During this season, uh, Lou Anarumo is the difference in this game. So anything the Patriots, I think, could get going in the first half will, with how basic their offense is, will get shut down in the second half uh, by Lou Anarumo and that Cincinnati defense. They say it's a middling defense according to the metrics. I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think the eye test would indicate this defense is better than some of the numbers uh, would indicate. And I think they're the most underrated defense in the league. Yeah, I mean, they were that way last year too, right? They didn't really get any hype. They didn't get a lot of uh, you know, credit for what they do. I also think that one of the reasons they've looked so bad on the stat sheet this year is because uh, Reader on the, on the defensive line had been out uh, with an injury for a while. And so the... 
the defense against the run was not as good. He is now back. He is a big boy on that defensive line, uh, and he kind of shores up a lot of what they want to do uh, along the front four. So I, I like the Bengals in this game, but my favorite play in this game is actually Patriots under 9.5 on the team total in the second half. The second game of the day we're going to talk about here is the Bills traveling out to Chicago to take on the Bears. Currently right now, the line for that is 8. The over-under is at 40. This is a tough game to handicap because it is going to be brutally cold. So I want to reference a uh, an article done by Kevin Roth over at Roto Grinders. Uh, he is kind of uh, their weather guy at Roto Grinders for fantasy and betting and, and all things uh, football. So uh, Kevin Roth said the second worst game of the week. So for those who haven't noticed, it's really cold outside here in Massachusetts. It is not like that uh, just in Massachusetts. It is like that uh, in spots across the country because of this crazy massive weather front that's actually moving like down into Central America. It's, it's wild what is going on with this Arctic blast, if you will. And so Kevin Roth says that this is the second Worst game of the week uh, where the where the wind trumps even the cold. The cold is going to be about 10 degrees. There is possible precipitation, some snow blowing, not too much, but a little snow blowing around. The winds there will be 20 to 25 miles per hour with gusts of 30 to 35. That sounds horrible. It's right. And so that means the real feel is going to be like, I don't know, like negative four degrees. I don't, I don't want to step out of my house at, at, at a real feel of negative four degrees, let alone play a football game. Now, the Bills played in the uh, wind tornado game basically last year against the Patriots, so they have a little bit of experience with, uh, with these tough winds already. Um, and I don't think Josh Allen will hesitate throwing the football, but again, man, it is going to be bitter cold out there uh, in Chicago. It's going to be a tough day. If, if you're a fantasy football guy in, in the playoffs and you have Tyler Bass or I believe Cairo Santos is the uh, Chicago Bears kicker, if you have either of those, uh, I would highly recommend going and getting a kicker that's playing in the in a dome. Even if they kind of suck, like go get Dicker the kicker. Go get any of the guys available that are playing in warmer weather or in a dome because anybody playing outside in these temperatures and swirling winds it's just a recipe for missed field goals and mayhem, which is why I think for me in this game, the lean has to be the under of 40. Uh, you'll notice, too, across the board, there are some low, low totals uh, in the NFL this week. So I would lean under 40. I would also lean Chicago plus eight. This isn't a bet I'm going to play. I just want to watch this game uh, from afar. Uh, I, I, I just think that in a game that's going to be played in what feels like sub-zero weather, with a ton of wind, I want to take the, the team that I know runs the football really well, especially because I'm getting more than a touchdown. Uh, I think Justin Fields might just run for 150 yards in this game. Like there's, There is a recipe where the Bills lose to the Bears because Fields runs for 150 yards and Allen just can't throw the football because of the cold and the wind. As I mean, the guy has a howitzer for an arm, but sometimes, uh, you know... Mother Nature just is undefeated. So I, also with Allen, like he doesn't really slide. He takes a lot of hits. Those are going to be even brutal. Oh, those are going to sting. Those, 
temperatures. A hundred percent. And uh, but that's another reason why too. I, I do like the Josh Allen over on the rush yards at forty eight and a half. Uh, again, Allen is going to run the football. The, I think both teams are going to have to run the football. So if you have either running back, uh, either quarterback in this game, I think they're still worth playing in fantasy or DFS just because uh, the running there I, I think is going to matter a lot for them. The next game I want to go to here is Seattle at Kansas City. Uh, the line for this one's ten and a half. The over-under is sitting uh, at about 50. I, I think the over-under is way too high. The temps in these in this game, per Kevin Roth, uh, are going to be in the single digits with a 10-mile-per-hour wind. Brutal weather overall. Uh, the light winds, eh. But when it's that cold, it just makes things even colder. So for me in this game, I actually I I love the under fifty uh, uh, in this game. I think that's just the play. I think the the Kansas City Chiefs are going to run the football. I think this is a big Isaiah Pacheco day uh, for you DFS guys out there. You want to play Pacheco, or you even have him on your fantasy playoff team. I think that's that's a great way to go. I also. In this scenario, if I'm taking the under, if I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, I would lean Seattle just because it's 10.5. I also get the hook there, uh, that half-a-point hook. So 10.5 for me uh, just seems like too many points in a game that I feel is going to be very low-scoring. But the bet I like the most in this game is the under of I think 50. Both, you could also throw McKinnon in there, too, because he takes a lot of short passes, and they Andy Reid loves to get creative with like short passes. And so. McKinnon has been awesome. The last couple of weeks when it comes also, to... Also, I need him to have a big game. So, <laughs> so you're, you're trying to manifest that into reality. I get you. That, yeah, hope and prayer. I, You know what, Joe? I understand. I have uh, done that many, many a times. Uh, the next game I'm going to go to here is Minnesota hosting the New York Giants. Uh, this game, it is in Minnesota, but luckily for them, they are in a dome. They don't have to deal with the weather. They don't have to deal with the cold or the swirling winds. Uh, this, this game right now is four points in favor of Minnesota. The over-under right now at 49.5. Any game that involves the New York Giants, I tend to lean under 49.5. I think that's just too, too many points. Um, but I think the Giants will play this close. They will keep it close. I'm not going to bet this game. I'm just going to kind of stay away. This is another game that I kind of want to watch because in my mind, Minnesota is quite possibly the biggest fraud team in the NFL. Uh, and the Giants, to me, are also kind of frauds. They, they've they won a lot of games that I don't think they should have, but I also think their coach is phenomenal. It's funny so, how like everyone was focused on the big Minnesota comeback, but why were you down 33 nothing to the Colts anyway? In the first place, it's it never should have happened. Like Good thing you came back. Matt Ryan is the biggest choker in NFL history, and that'll... It'll remain that way forever. Uh, but you, I don't understand how you got down 33 points to the Indianapolis effing Colts and Jeff Saturday in the first place. Uh, the, the one prop bet I do like in this game, I'm going to go Saquon Barkley over 71.5 rushing yards. It's square, but I like the square play. Sometimes that's the right play. Uh, I, I just think Saquon's going to have a big day against this bad Minnesota defense. Um, the next game. This is one of my favorite games of the weekend. That's the Detroit Lions at the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Not a ton of bad weather going on here. It will be a little chilly. We know that the Lions aren't great outdoors, but we just saw them play outdoors in MetLife against the Jets this past weekend, who, in my opinion, have one of the better defenses in all of football. And they won. And the Lions look pretty good doing it. I'm going to ride with the Lions again, baby. The mojo they have here, they've won six of seven. I think the Lions make the playoffs. This is uh, another situation where one of us might be manifesting something into reality. I did, in fact, bet on the Lions to make the playoffs uh, last weekend. Um, and I want to say it was like plus 175 to get the Lions in the playoffs. So 
I, uh, I I need them to win out. I want them to win out. I want them to get that seven seed because I also want to be able to bet on the Lions against Minnesota in round one. Doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes. I will beat your ass. That's my man right there, Dan Campbell. Uh, yeah, so I just don't think this is a game the Lions lose. They are so, so good on offense. The Carolina defense has been good, but they got dominated, uh, the Carolina offense did, by the Pittsburgh Steelers last week. Uh, that's never a good recipe for success, even with a bad Detroit defense here. I like the Lions laying two and a half points at the Carolina Panthers. That's one of my favorite plays of the day, by the way, baby. Next game we're going to talk about here, Tennessee Hosting the Houston Texans. This line actually has moved uh, just recently. It's up to three and a half for Tennessee. It started at seven. Then Tannehill got ruled out for just about the rest of the season and a ton of money and a line adjustment came in. And so then it got down to three. It was three yesterday, uh, even last night when I was kind of going over exactly what I wanted to do. There's a lot of sharp money on the Texans. Only 33% of the bets, the physical cash or bet slips, but 52% of the cash right now is on the Texans. So um, there are some people that believe in the Texans, that the Texans are frisky. I, for one, am not one of those people because there is one reason and one reason only why you bet on the Tennessee Titans in this game. It's not even a bet on Tennessee. It's a bet on Derrick Henry. Joe. Do you know what Derrick Henry's last four games were like against the Houston Texans? I would assume like he ran all over them if Uh, you're trying to set this up. Four straight games with over 200 yards and at least two touchdowns. There are only like a handful of people to have had four 200-yard games ever in the history of the NFL. I think it's uh, Adrian Peterson is on that list. Uh Derrick Henry is on that list. Oh, yeah, he's only he's done it only against the Texans. He has a four-game streak of 200-plus yards and two touchdowns just against the Texans. So I think this is going to be a massive, massive Derrick Henry week. Um, Plus, Houston's got nothing to play for because, like you said, they already locked up the top seed. Yeah, they, they yeah, Houston just needs to, to get that first pick. They have that first pick. They're going to sit there. They're going to think about taking Bryce Young next year or whatever they want to do. That's fine. So instead of betting on the Titans in this game, I'm actually going to make a crazier bet. Uh, I I think Derrick Henry can repeat this. 200 yards and two touchdowns seems very much in play. Um, You're saying he's going to pass Peterson and O.J. Simpson for most 200-yard games? uh, I think there's a chance. I mean, he does it just against the Texans. It's amazing. Uh, So I want to bet on Derrick Henry today. And uh, I have to use... I have to go up to the great state of New Hampshire to place bets because Massachusetts is glacially slow and we haven't gotten this done yet. One Otherwise, more month, Sean. One more month. That's just to get in-person betting, Joe. Then i got to wait a whole nother month to get mobile betting. But it'll be in time for March Madness and NHL playoffs, and that I'm happy about. But anyways, I, I want to place a nice little same-game parlay on this. I want to go Derrick Henry, adjust his rushing yard total to over 164.5. So he doesn't even need to get to 200. I want him to get up to 164 and a half and two touchdowns is 12 to one. I think that is, I ain't that value. I mean, the guy's done it four straight times. It's a fun little pizza money bet. If you're with your buddies or your family today and you just want to root for somebody to score touchdowns and be awesome. This is the bet on Derrick Henry. If you do it with the over 164 and a half and only one touchdown, it's plus seven fifty, So it's seven and a half to one. Um, and then with the two touchdowns, it's 12 to one. So, uh, for those bad at math, if you're betting just $10 on Derrick Henry to have over 165 yards and two touchdowns, that is $10 to win 120 I think that's fun. It's just a nice little pizza money bet for you on this Christmas Eve. Have a little fun. Have a couple laughs. Uh, and it's something to root for while the Patriots are 
uh, who squared off with the, with the Bengals. Give it to me, well, Daddy. Yeah, all day. Uh, the next game we're t- going to talk about here is the ugliest weather game of the week. That would be the New Orleans Saints at the Cleveland Browns. So this is per Kevin Roth again of Roto Grinders, the, uh, their weather expert over there. This is the ugliest game of the week because it's the windiest game of the week. You could see some snow or blowing snow through most of what will be a clear pregame, early game, and temps are brutal around 10 degrees, but with the wind, that the sustained winds will be 20 to 30 miles per hour, and the gusts will be over 40 miles per hour. I think that's one of those games where you're not even going to see field goals or PATs. It's going to be two-point conversions every single time. I couldn't agree more. It is going to be all runs, all screen passes. Especially because the Saints are a dome team, and historically they suck when they play outside. Which is why I think there's a really unique angle you can take with this game. First of all, it is the lowest total for a game I've seen in a very long time. The total for this game is only 32. This is It is ridiculously low. I would still lean under. That's how few points I think get scored in this game. Uh, but on top of that, I think the really cool angle you can take is all season, Cleveland has been the worst team against the run. Earlier in the season, it was a really easy way to kind of make a couple bucks was just betting on uh, running back over totals against the Cleveland Browns. Didn't really matter who it was. You just bet on the running back to have more than their total against the Cleveland Browns, and it succeeded a lot of the time, especially early in the season. It hasn't worked quite as well in the second half of the season, but they're still the worst team against the run. And because of that, I actually want to take Taysom Hill over 45 and a half rushing yards. I think this is a really unique spot where Taysom Hill is going to get a ton of action. Uh you know, Andy Dalton might be the quarterback of this team, but in a game where you can't really throw the ball effectively more than 10 yards down the field, I think you're going to see a lot of Taysom Hill, a lot of designed runs with Taysom and Alvin Kamara. Kamara's numbers higher at 65 in a low-scoring game where I expect a lot of punts and a lot of weird stuff. I want to take Taysom Hill, the thumper, the the guy they don't really – they want to just get him out there with the gadgets. And, Swiss uh, Army knife, I believe. Yeah, exactly. And one big – I mean, Taysom Hill has had this in one run prior in, in, in this season. So I, I think Taysom Hill over 45-and-a-half here uh, would be a very unique play uh, for me in this game. Uh, the next game we're going to hit on here, the Falcons and the Ravens. Uh, Eileen Falcons plus 6-and-a-half, but this is a total stay-away game for me. This line is 6-and-a-half, Baltimore 6-and-a-half. Snoop Huntley is a quarterback. I don't know. I just think this game is ugly all the way around. I don't want to touch it at all. Uh, I'm just going to stay away. But that is that is the 1 o'clock slate. That's the eight games of the 1 o'clock slate. we got to hit a break real quick. I will give you the, the uh, two 4 o'clock games and the Sunday night game coming up next. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.
Welcome back into the WEI Producer Show right here on Boston Sports Original. I am Chris Scheim, solo once again on a Saturday. Uh, this will be the final producer show, I believe, until the new year. I don't think that we will have one that next uh, next week on uh, New Year's Eve, but we will be back for the new year. So I gave you the, uh, the, the breakdown of the eight early 1 o'clock games today on the NFL Saturday slate because Saturday NFL games just, they hit different, guys. They really do. Uh, there are two afternoon games at 4 o'clock. A little unbalanced on the scheduling. The NFL has an issue with this, and this is a separate problem I have with football. I, I, for just once, I'd like them to give the scheduling, uh, at least the time-wise of the games, to literally anyone else. Because any smart individual would not put two games at 4 o'clock. They'd put three, four, five. That way you balance it out a little bit. makes red zone a little bit easier to follow. Red zone doesn't have to bounce around to eight games at 1 o'clock. They only have to deal with, I don't know, six. And then you get four in the afternoon slate. That would be just way easier and way better for us East Coast people. Uh, It's way more fun, too, especially when the 4 o'clock games aren't Super interesting because uh, of one thing in particular. So the first 4 o'clock game uh, we'll talk about is that game, in fact. That's a Philadelphia-Dallas game. Normally this game I would be very interested in. However, Jalen Hurts is not expected to play due to a shoulder injury. Uh, Gardner Minshew is expected to start in this game. I love Gardner Minshew. I'm excited for Minshew Mania. Woo, let's go Minshew. Uh, They are four-point underdogs in Dallas. But ultimately this game doesn't matter as much. Like, without... Jalen Hurts there. To me, this game is is hard to identify exactly how good uh, the Eagles are compared to the Cowboys, unless the Eagles dominate. If the Eagles dominate in this game, it tells you kind of how not as good the Cowboys are and that it really is just a two-team race between the Eagles and 49ers. Uh, in this game, my lean would be uh, over 47 and a half and Eagles plus four, but like I don't think I'm going to play this game. I just I don't know what to expect from Minshew. I, what I have seen from Minshew in the past is really good. I actually think he's uh, far better than people give him credit for. He was just on crap bag teams, um, but it's hard. Hey, you want to come take a ride with the Mississippi Mud Flat? <laughs> it's hard to bet on that guy when I haven't seen him in quite a long time. So my lane would be Eagles plus four over 47.5. I won't be betting on it, however. I will kind of look, though. This is what I was curious about. It wasn't available last night. Let's take a look right now. This is live. Yes. so the Gardner Minshew passing yards prop, not available. I would keep an eye out for it later in the day because if it's kind of low, I would take a shot at it. Again, I think Minshew is a lot better than people give him credit for. I think uh, also Sirianni's uh, one of those guys, kind of like Shanahan, who knows how to use his weapons. So he's got like Sanders, he's got Brown, Devontae Smith. Yeah, he's going to call the right game for Minshew. He's not going to put Minshew in any bad spots. And on top of that, we know, uh, or if you've been following the Cowboys the last few weeks, you've kind of identified that their secondary is struggling right now. They're really banged up. It's like Trayvon Diggs, and then it's just a massive drop-off uh, at corner. And so teams like the Jaguars were able to just kind of spread and shred a little bit. Evan Ingram had a massive game uh, against the Cowboys last week. So I kind of expect the Eagles to try and do the same. I think you're going to see a lot of A.J. Brown. I mean, look at it this way. You have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Trayvon Diggs will be on one of them, and then you just throw at the other one because they are going to outmatch whatever Dallas cornerback they draw. Um, and so it's kind of an easy decision for Minshew there in that regard. So I, that's kind of why I like the Eagles in this game. I just think the Eagles are they are such a well-rounded football team. It's, it's, it's really impressive what they have been able to do. Now that other team that I mentioned that seems to be the only other 
real competition in the NFC right now is the 49ers. They're at home. They're hosting the Washington Commanders. Right now this game is San Francisco by 6.5, over under of 37.5. That's a really low total. Um, but at the same time, I don't. I wouldn't be shocked if this game goes under. I'd lay the points with San Francisco. That's kind of where my head's at right now. That's what I've been feeling all day. San Francisco minus 6.5. I just think they are going to dominate this team. I think San Francisco is hot, hot, hot. And I don't think they're slowing down. I think they're getting hot at the right time. Brock Purdy has been surprisingly good uh, for for Mr. Irrelevant in uh, this year's draft. Uh, And then overall, again, another just completely well-rounded team. They've got weapons on both sides of the ball. Christian McCaffrey has been awesome. And that's where my focus would be. If I am betting this game, my focus would be on Christian McCaffrey. Over 36.5 receiving yards, over 4.5 receptions. Again, it's another big check down to McCaffrey type of game uh, with how good this commander's defense is. Because I believe Chase Young is back for the Washington commanders this week. So they're going to be at full strength on that defensive front four. Um, and so in order to kind of counteract that, I think you could see a lot of screens, a lot of check downs to Christian McCaffrey. And that receiving yards number seems a little low in the receptions does as well. So those are the two four o'clock games today. And then Sunday night, we get a just a dumb game, just a crap game. Raiders at Steelers. It's Steelers by two. It's going to be cold. It's going to be like real feel. I believe it was minus eight. In Pittsburgh is what I saw. I might, you could correct me if I'm wrong. Might be like minus four, but I think it was minus eight in Pittsburgh. Is real field temperature uh, at kickoff tonight at eight fifteen. So yeah, have fun with that game. I have no desire to bet that game. I have no desire to watch that game. I'm I'm good. I'm out on that. But that's it. There you go. The epic shine time breakdown of all all eleven Saturday NFL games. It's a beautiful thing. We have eight games in the 1 o'clock slate, two 4 o'clocks, and a Sunday night game. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to the WEI Producer Show. Ken Laird and Rob Bradford up next, I believe, filling in for uh, Chris Curtis on this wonderful weekend. They'll get you ready. They'll talk all things Billy O. They'll recap B's and C's. They'll probably mix in some baseball, get you ready for the Saturday football. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. I will see you guys in the new year. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.